Hey, people, or everybody, or aliens, you know, not illegal aliens, but interdimensional aliens. This is a Kevin, a podcast for me, a podcast I've made for myself, as well as others. I'm your host, K-Dog. I, uh, it's been a while, been about a week. I still can't get out of this habit of doing a podcast every other week. But, you know, you live and learn. Uh, as po- if you're new to this podcast, all this is is just me ranting about shit, really. I'll read some news and rant about some random thing, and that's about it, really. Maybe I'll review some movies. I'm a big nerd, so I'll review movies and shit like that. And review shows or my thoughts and stuff, you know. If you're listening to this and you're thinking that I'm an intelligent person, you are wrong. And if you're listening to this to laugh at an idiot... You are correct. I actually needed for this here. My uh, laptop just uh, lost Wi-Fi. Oh, well, I don't care. Anyways, um, let's see here. What's happened the last two weeks? Uh, I was sick for a bit. I got over it because I'm alpha. Um, my kid's getting better at piano. Notice that. Seth is really getting good at piano. It's this crazy thing. If you're listening to this from the future, uh, three ten twenty nineteen, your dad acknowledges that you're getting better at the piano. Hopefully, we can kind of leapfrog him into some guitar because that that was the goal: go from piano to guitar. Because guitar got him first, and it just didn't work. You, you couldn't get it down. So. Keep him on the piano for a couple of years. Get him used to music notes and moving his fingers and shit. And then uh, maybe we can get him to the guitar. Or maybe he'll just be stuck on piano. I'm finding it hard to teach him things like, you know, to do, to get far in life is to to take up challenges. And the more challenges you uh, take on and accomplish... You know, makes you a better person. Like one challenge he's having trouble with is riding his bike outside. He will only do things where when there's other people around, so he can never play by himself. It's really hard. He can play by himself in the sense of like with his toys or say PlayStation, but going out and riding his bike just for the fun of riding a bike is beyond him, which is crazy. You know, it's a crazy thing to do. Oh, maybe that'll change. I don't know. Everything I do is something like, uh, hey, man, do this, you know, and domino effect. I'm kind of hoping he'd understand, but I don't know. It's risk versus benefit most time. All right, here we go. Without further ado, we're going to do some news, meaning I'm going to read headlines in the news and riff about the news, okay? Uh, Ihan Omar, okay, that's a congresswoman. Uh, Fox News host Janine Pirro suggests Congresswoman's hijab means she's against the U.S. Constitution. Now, <clears throat> Eon Omar is a, like a Muslim, and she wears this thing called a hijab, or I'm, if I'm pronouncing that right, it's like this little ninja mask. Well, not all the way; it's just a, like a hood, but you know, you could put it over your uh, face like a veil, <clears throat> and it's kind of like a. A thing in which it's a, um, I guess it back. I turn on my gain. So it, it sound, probably looks like I'm screaming at the damn 
a laptop. <laughs> no, anyways, you wear you wear this fucking thing for your religion, whatever the fuck. Okay, so she made a big deal about wearing this fucking thing as a congresswoman of the America of the United States, which I mean that's a legit thing, man. It's your religion. You should be able to wear whatever your your religion dictates. I mean, I can't see why that's a thing in which that's a bad thing. Yeah, I know. I, I, I talk a lot of shit, you know, and I'm like, uh, you know, it's America and all that, you know. Mix, I get, like, if you listen to my podcast, you might get the impression that I'm maybe a, like a Republican of some sort, but I'm not. I'm just trying to stay in the middle. That's what I am. And I think it's okay for her to wear the fucking hijab, you know. Whatever your beliefs on the Muslim religion, you know. Whatever your beliefs on Catholicism, you know. Not everybody is that's Catholic follows the exact Catholic religion, and not everybody who is Jewish, follows exactly the Jewish religion, you know. And, like, I mean, like, so she's Muslim. I don't think she follows everything exactly. She just wears the fucking part. Whatever. So be it. Uh, I have an antidote about that story. So I knew this guy. I'm not going to say his name, but I knew this guy. He was Muslim. And uh, I know I was, like, 19, I think, at the time. And I was curious about this religion. And um, I like... So, do you guys, like, enslave your women? And he goes, he goes, no, it doesn't work like that. This is before 9-11, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, but, you know, if I want, I can have more than one wife. I'm like, oh, that's cool, I guess. Uh, and then he goes, but I won't. It'd, be, it'd just be weird. And then uh, then he goes, um, then I, you know, questioning him and stuff. And then it turns out, like, he goes, if... Like, he lets his wife do whatever, but he has final say. So he told me that, and I was like, oh, shit. That conflicts with a lot of women here. <laughs> and then, um, let's see. What else did he say about his religion at the time? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I guess you can't have piercings. I don't know. Fuck. Oh, I was like, I just like, through the conversations, I, I just felt like it was real restrictive uh, religion for females. It's kind of a weird thing for females to actually, in America especially, to be down for that religion because it, it mostly seems like it's just restricting women. Like it's a pretty good gig for a dude, you know. Same thing with Mormons. It's like a pretty good gig for a guy, you know, but hey, whatever. So this um, Fox News lady, she made this um, accusation. She said that the uh, the lady is an anti-Israel. She's a she's a Jew hater. You know, like uh, um, what is it? Anti-Semitic because she won't pledge allegiance to because of a comment she said she's not going to pledge allegiance to Israel. So I guess she's being pressured to. I don't know. I don't know who's trying to pressure her to pledge your allegiance to Israel. I know they're allies, but I mean I don't get what the fuck that means. But because she said that. The um, the Fox uh, News went on a fucking rant saying, "Think about it. She's not getting this anti-Israel sentiment doctrine from the Democrat Party." Yeah, and I thought that too. I was just like, "Where is she getting that from?" You know, she she's uh, but uh, she's probably is getting it. Maybe I don't know. It's not rooting the party. Where is she getting it from? And then she goes, "Think about it. Omar wears a hijab," and then she makes it turn into a. She goes, I'm not going to read the rant, but she just turns it into a thing in which, because she's Muslim, basically, she is to adhere to Sharia law, and she's supposed to be anti-Semitic. 
And I just thought, man, that that's why Fox News gets the rap that it does. In our day and age, 3-10-2019, they report aspects of the news, but to forward a narrative. And their narrative is, like, hate Muslims. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> it really is. Uh this lady she wore the hijab and they went on a tirade on how you know she's fucking anti-semitic and things like that i don't even know why she would have tweeted out you know people are trying to pressure me to pledge allegiance to uh <laughs> to uh islam or not muslim um Israel, and that's just a weird thing. But because she opened herself up for that, it turns out she's like anti-Semitic. <laughs> so like I don't know. Uh, it was such a leap of logic, and that Fox did, and it gives Fox a bad rap, you know, shitting on this lady because she has a hijab. <laughs> that's what I in the window of our time, you know, you say one thing, it can lead into you. You don't like that. You could be like. Yeah, I don't like chocolate at all. Oh, this person's racist. Alright, here we go. What's this? MAGA hat's boy lawyer. MAGA hat, boy's lawyer to sue CNN over vicious attacks. So, in the news about four weeks ago, a month, I forgot how long. You know, so it's March 10th, so in February, I guess. Uh, this kid at a Catholic high school uh, went to protest uh, with his fellow friends at his age he's like 16 went to protest um, what's what's their what's the thing abortion they went to protest abortion or whatever they're religious they're young that's what they went to do so they're out there protesting and um, this Indian guy comes up and starts beating his fucking peace drum he starts beating in, in this kid's face, you know? And <clears throat> so the kid, he, he was, like, just standing there, you know? He doesn't know what confrontation is, you know? He's just standing there. So what was he going to do? He just smiles, like, uncomfortably because <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. You can tell. I may be inferring that, but, I mean, six-year-old kid, someone's beating a drum in your face. There's a bunch of people behind you. It's not like he was just singled out. He was just there. And what happened was somebody took a picture of that of the Indian mad dog and the kid and uh, wrote, a, wrote a comment on how racist this kid is because he's wearing a MAGA hat, which is Make America Great Again hat, which Trump kind of made real bad. <laughs> By Trump being who he is, he kind of made every, everything he touches turns to, to trash, you know? So, so he does that, right? So the news report comes out and cnn blows him up and turns it into a thing in which the kid is racist and everything they infer a bunch of things they don't actually come out and say it but because of what they did without actually looking into it they uh <clears throat> opened this kid up for abuse so he's 16 doesn't know what the fuck he's doing now he's an international fucking uh fire hydrant or whatever not fire hydrant, international hot spot or whatever the fuck so people were like, fuck this kid. He's so racist because he's white and he's male, which was his first sin. He shouldn't have been those two. He should not have been born that way because you're fucked now because everyone fucking hates those people. It was like because of that, he um, uh, people were just shitting on him. And they're like, we need to find out where he lives right now. So a lot of people try to dox him, meaning 
give out his information, find out where he lives, and call for like his beheading almost. You know, just like a fucking mob mentality. Everyone ganged up on the kid. But then it came out that, um, you know, the fucking Indian guy is the one who initiated this whole fucking thing. But people still maintain that it's still the kid's fault, you know. Because everybody, you know, at age 16 knew they know what they're doing, right? At age 16, you know what you're doing, right? You, you know everything. So if you're 30, you know, you at 16 knew everything. And then when you hit 30, there's nothing new because, you know, you, you knew everything when you were 16. Or is it more, is it more, uh, more, I don't know, insightful, intelligent to understand that when you're at 16, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know, you fucking protest anything. You, you're in a Catholic high school. You know, what the fuck? What's their religion? Yes, they would be against abortion because that's what all he's ever known is that cop at that, that high school. So we're going to shit on this piece of shit, kid, because he comes from a fucking religious high school and they were protesting for what they thought they believe in at that time. Now, I mean, given time, maybe that kid might grow up and um maybe go a different direction but now you just kind of i don't know radicalized them you know because it, you shat on him for something that didn't need to be shat on you know and, and for his fucking religion too no no other i mean why do you think uh muslim people do what they do with the bombs and shit like that be terrorists and things like that you know you come at them they come at you that's that's how life is you come at people they're gonna come back at you rather than allow this kid to be a friend you made an enemy of him and so now he's gonna sue cnn <laughs> and he should because they really didn't report anything they just reported how he's a piece of shit you know for the egregious sin of being white and uh i hope he wins i hope he i hope he beats cnn and uh takes him for, i hope they get the judge wards him double he's asking for 200 million i hope he gets 500 million how about that you know, I fucking, I abhor this kind of p bullshit. Like, all because he had a MAGA hat, boom. Didn't matter what age he was or anything. I'm pretty confident if this was a chick, things would have been a little bit different. But say it wasn't a MAGA hat. Maybe it was something else. But because he wears a red fucking hat, uh, automatically he's in the wrong. Even though he wasn't. I mean, that's just terrible. That we are in this time and age where if you have a difference of opinion that's not the status quo, you are going to get taken down and then some. It doesn't matter if you're a kid. It just goes to show you when you see the Puritans like uh, in the history, you know, crucifying fucking people because they thought they were witches. I mean, yeah, I could, we have not changed. Our, our, our methods have changed. Our technology has changed. But our process of thinking is the same. We fucking hate anything that's not the same. We hate d differences of, of opinion, which makes us stronger. Having a difference of opinion is what makes us stronger. It would, an evolved being, an evolved civilization should be as such. You have an idea, and I have an idea, and then we discuss it. And through that, we come to a greater understanding. Or we don't, but at least we discuss it. But nowadays, it's the thing in which, fuck you. How dare you have your opinion? Now, it's my opportunity to shout you out and defeat you with shouting, you know, as opposed to a conversation. 
Can you imagine if every day your interactions with people would be if they had a disagreement or anything, you just shouted at them as opposed to just talking to them? You know, you need to eat your Cheerios. No. Fuck you! Ah! You know, just screaming at them and shit. How immature that is, you know. And I see it in day to day in these colleges, you know. I saw this one um, video of this guy. He was arguing against the wall or whatever the fuck. And this other dude, all he could do was yell at him. He was like, oh, no, it was abortion. That's what it was. He was like, abortion's murder. Change my mind. That kind of bullshit, right? So <laughs> rather than d discuss it, because it says change my mind, meaning you talk to him and you can change your mind. This guy, because he has nothing in his in his mind, he just wants to shout out something that's different from his opinions. He goes, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. Ah! He goes, what, what am I talking about? He goes, you know what you're talking about. And it goes back and forth, but all it is is this guy yelling at him. As opposed to just talking to him. Now, this guy has some facts in his head, so it's just the way it's going to be. To try to change his mind is um, is hard because uh, that's a different. You know what? I want to talk about abortion, but not right now. Maybe I could come back to it. Maybe write this down real quick. I'll come back to abortion in just a second. That's a hardcore thing. Abortion. Erica, sorry, don't forget. <laughs> we get nervous. Anyways, I hope this kid gets a shit ton of money. Fuck everybody who tries to shit on another person because they have a difference of a belief i don't believe in the uh, make american great hat thing i don't i'm not a cool trump fan you know fuck that guy but you know whatever all right flu season's supposed to be winding now but 20 states report highest level of activity i feel it's pretty high i've been seeing a lot of people with flu coming in it's it's a lot like we had like four people come in today with flu, or not today, uh, Friday. It was a lot. Uh, just letting you know, flu is a big deal, and what, what's this, March? <laughs> flu season's supposed to be over. And then people think that the flu shot works. It, it, really, it really just gives you maybe 50% chance, you know? That's where you get the herd immunity thing. You get 100 people... And you give them all the flu shot, 50 of them are immune to the flu. The other 50 aren't, but that's 50 less people, right? And then you get the whole, you know, those 50 people aren't going to get the flu, so they can't spread. So the 50 is amongst them, you know, getting the flu, you know. So, I mean, in the chances of 50 of those people getting the flu, maybe 25 of them will get the flu. And therefore... They'll give the other 25 the flu or something like that, you know, but you still got 50 saved, you know. All right, here we go. Uh, Toya Jackson. What is this one? Latoya Jackson accused of crimes against, uh, accused Michael of crimes against innocent children in a resurfaced clip later retracted claim. So I didn't know that. I didn't read this at all. Give me a second. I'm read this. All right. I'm a victim of uh, reading a headline and thinking, oh, yeah, I pretty much know what this fucking thing's about. I was mistaken. He motherfucker. Clickbait. <laughs> it got me. So, um, give me a second. Let me open this. Why am I not? Fucking laptop. God damn it. So, the headline says this, right? 
I think I already read it, but I'll read it again because I forgot. Accused uh, Latoya Jackson accused Michael of crime against innocent children, and then that—that's what I read, but I didn't read the other part of it. In a resurfaced clip, later retracted claim. So, so meaning, I okay. So there's a. Let me give you context of what I'm getting at. So there was a. There was a uh, documentary that came out with Michael Jackson, and it's how he uh, raped these two kids. It's a weird documentary because it's four hours long, very detailed, whatever. And these two guys who came out and said that Michael Jackson did what he did, um, when they were 20, this is like years ago, like 20 years ago or whatever, they, they came out in court and they are like, yeah, no, Michael Jackson didn't do this shit. And they were 20 at the time, right? So they said Michael Jackson didn't do this shit, right? Fast forward to now. Um, they come out. They're in financial trouble. I'm just going to give you background on that. Those those two guys are having financial trouble, but they come out with this fucking documentary saying, detailing how Michael Jackson did what he did. Fucking raped them and all sorts of shit, right? And this, this opened a whole can of worms in this day and age. And it's so weird, too. Okay, so here are my thoughts before I go into LaToya Jackson. Um... So you're 20 years old and you were raped by Michael Jackson as a kid, and you say in court, you know, with the penalty of perjury, I mean, you go to jail for this. You say Michael Jackson didn't do anything. You did two things right there. If in, let's just say Michael Jackson did do it, you did two things right there. You 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 lied, perjury. That's perjury. And you protected a child molester so he could do it more, right? All right. And then, then, fast forward 20 years, you admit your guilt. I mean, there should be some recompense. Like, if he did do that, you should go to jail, you know, because one, perjury, duh. And two, you protected a child molester, so you're a terrible person. You know, you're 30, you're 40, whatever. You're a terrible person. You could say that oh, you felt weird about it and things like that, and therapy. Then why did you come out 10 years ago or 15? Why did you come out now? <laughs> like when you're in financial hardship, you know, it's kind of weird. So you should go to jail. Say he didn't do it. You're, you're a fucking monster. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> Those are my thoughts on this documentary. So the news is scrambling to get little tidbits of uh, things. So they, they pulled out this uh, old clip of Latoya Jackson saying, hey, yeah, he totally did this shit. But then she re- she took it back. She retracted it later on saying that it was her husband uh, that pushed her into doing that, which makes sense because at the time – I remember when this was happening. when At the time, she was um, not as strange, but she was uh, – there was the Jackson Five or Jackson Family Brood, you know, and Michael Jackson and all that. And then it was her, and she was kind of outside of the loop. So this is like the Kardashians before they became the Kardashians. These guys weren't uh, as famous as Michael Jackson. He was the only one who was famous. Toya Jackson really tried hard to be famous. She fucking was a porno or something like that. I think um, and she threw these accusations and things like that. But then she took it back, right? And then she played the victim card. I was almost molested too. That could have happened. All of that could be true. Whatever. But it, it's just I'm just giving you context of where I stand. It's kind of a shady kind of thing. And 
got these two kids. That's kind of, and then the kids are adults now. These two adults, like, they can't, these two guys are just like, yeah, you totally raped us. Yeah. And you come out and you did that. And now we're just dragging his name through the mud. And then now everyone, and it's weird that the people who are accusing him or shitting on him or like people who suck at life. So Corey Feldman, another one of uh, Michael Jackson's defendants uh, or def- defenders, he was a kid who hung out with Michael Jackson as well. And he's like, yeah, man, he never abused me, but I can't, I can't, I can't defend him anymore. That, that's his deal. And, um, he, he's a bit of a loser, and he just wants, like, uh, popularity. That guy, he's hungry for, you know, what is it? Not affection, but, um, well, I guess affection, you could use that word, but for attention, if anything. So is Latoya, if anything. And then these two guys. It's just a weird thing. So did Michael Jackson really molest those kids? Fuck, I'll never know. And no, neither will you. I mean, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll invent some kind of a technology, but um, there's a lot of evidence to support that, but it's still kind of conjecture. You know, you got people. It's a hard thing to prove, right? Because the only people who would know is him and the kids that he did it to. And it's weird that the people coming out against him are, are like, are shady examples of this, you know? There's other kids, but for some reason, these two kids are the ones who are like, yeah, totally, we were fucking all the time, you know? That's just gross. Let me think. Do I think that Michael Jackson did it? I don't know. My thoughts are that Michael Jackson, super rich, and uh, Macaulay Culkin said he didn't do it. So, like, it's confusing. Like, Macaulay Culkin's a, a rich dude. He was a kid back then, and he hung out with Michael Jackson quite a bit. He lived a lot of years there. But uh, Michael Jackson never fucked him. So, it's weird. Corey Feldman, he didn't fuck. Michael Culkin, he didn't fuck, but these two fucking guys, yeah, totally, he totally fucked these kids. But um, it's just so confusing. He had kids of his own. He had like a girl and two guys. He didn't fuck them. They didn't say anything. Shit, they might though. If they don't get enough popularity or money, they might say some shit. But um, yeah, man, like what's what's his mo? So he fucking rapes. Poor kids, you know. Why aren't more kids coming out? And if he if he was fucking poor kids, why why didn't he go to other countries? He could fucking rape all the kids in the world. <laughs> I mean, like he can go to countries where he could pick them out like flowers, you know. But uh, but no, he had to choose out kids from America. I, it doesn't make sense. He spent a lot of years in other countries, you know. And he could have fucked all these kids, you know. Who knows? Let me think here. Hmm. Say he didn't do it. That's a terrible thing right there. This guy was used and abused all his life. If that's the case. Even as he was rich to the day he died. You know, I guess I guess he made choices. It sucks, man. As a kid, they forced him. His fucking shitty family forced him to sing and beat his ass until he could sing the way he can. Possibly chem- like chemically neutered him. It's terrible. And then, um... Maybe. Who knows? I, I don't know. And then uh, he grew up and sang and did all that shit. And who was his friends, really? I mean, his kids. He never had a childhood. I mean, he was famous since five. Imagine growing up like that, not having a childhood. 
what that does to a person getting beat yeah if the same or five who knows what they've done to him for some reason his voice is still kind of low like it like he never fully developed and then i mean shit man then he grows up and uh he's super famous super super famous and which alienated him even more because no one's that like him <laughs> and um yeah just uh did some crazy things like he married some lady just for pr and had some fake kids just because i mean it's not those kids are obviously not his but um they say that they're his kids i mean it's like he adopted them almost but they're not genetically the same they're not i don't know why that doesn't come out but whatever um and then he dies you know and they gave him a lot of drugs to go to sleep and wake up because he couldn't sleep you know so they kept giving him drugs to sleep and then to wake up and then uh and then he just died of a heart attack and then after he died it's just not enough they just uh <laughs> you know they did the thing where they uh made a tv show the jackson five you know they, it was so dumb they made a uh, reality tv show about uh, michael jackson's family you know and they're pretty fucked up they're all pieces of shit trying to use his his uh death to make them popular again and now you got this Finding Neverland, and you know you got to squish this rock for all its lemon juice out, you know, because now we're gonna have to just drag him through the coals again, and he's dead, you know. Like I don't know, man. Now they're taking his music off the uh, radio stations and stuff. I mean, if he did do it, yeah, I guess you know, fuck him, you know. But man, just if he did, if he didn't do it, that's. One of the saddest things in history. It's tragic, right? Because he's super rich and all alone. He was a kid when he was young, singing and shit, all alone. They used to, they used to uh, have, um, because he became so popular growing up, you know. I can only imagine my own kid, you know, he's like 10 or whatever. And then, but his brothers are older and they're getting, they're young, full of cum, man. They just, they're just getting with these girls, you know, and fucking them front of him that really fucks a kid up you know fucking in front of your kid jesus christ you know the brothers they don't know anything because they're young but they're all fucked up they don't they know they fucked up <laughs> you know fucking in front of a kid jesus christ well anyways yeah michael jackson's dead and that's what you have you know and then you got these uh, other people with their quick ideas and thoughts you know they're just like you know get rid of them <laughs> let's get rid of them now like legendary music guy is now a child molester so who knows we'll never know you just got people who just so happen to have bad circumstances say that they got raped by this guy so who knows another uh, legend that's fallen but we have proof of this guy is r kelly r kelly back in the day he used to fuck uh, young girls like 13 14 just be fucking them left and right pissing in their face i guess that's something he did now it's funny because it's not funny but it's uh, come on he's pissing in their face and he, they got tape of it 
and he got away with it years ago. But then more tape resurfaced that this one girl, she um, acknowledges she's 13, and he acknowledges she's 13, and then they fuck. And at the very end of it, I guess, he pees in her face. And I was like, God, man, he still did. Like, when I heard this story, I thought, oh, that old tape? No, I guess this is a new thing. So I guess he still does that. So I don't know what that desire to pee in someone's face, but that's what they do. And people are crazy, man. Shit. That's not my cup of tea. I never thought of peeing on somebody's face. But R. Kelly likes to fuck young, underage girls. That's that's his thing. And uh, people are shitting all over him. So Pete Davidson of the Saturday Night Live, they said they likened him to the Catholic Church, which is fucked up. You know... <laughs> it's like, can you support the Catholic Church? Isn't it the same thing as being an R. Kelly fan? You know, so basically, in, in this day and age, March 10, 2019, Catholic Church, a lot of allegations of them fucking raping kids and shit, you know? And um, so that's a weird thing, right? You got a huge fucking organization, and um, so a lot of them are fucking kids. That's what they do. But, you know, like, if you ever met a Catholic person, they're not that shitty of a person. That doesn't mean they represent fucking kids. There's nothing in the Catholic doctrine to fuck kids. It just so happens the people in charge of the Catholic Church so happen to have a proclivity to fucking kids. You know, not all of them, but most of them, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? That's, uh, that's the way it is there. And so Pete Davidson's saying, you know, if you're a fan of the Catholic Church, you're a fan of raping, which I disagree with. That's stupid. Same as if you're a fan of R. Kelly, you're a fan of underage sexing and pissing in people's faces. I disagree. I don't need to elaborate on that. I just think that's kind of a a weird thing. You know, Hitler wore clothes, so therefore I don't wear clothes. You know what the fuck? I mean, you're just grabbing someone's name and then adding what bad thing they did, and therefore you're bad for liking anything they did. It's kind of a weird thing, right? Do you still listen to R. Kelly's music? I'm pretty sure if you found out about a lot of famous singers, what they did in their lives, you probably wouldn't want to listen their singing due to what their actions were growing up. Uh, yeah, you know, R. Kelly... It, it's funny that R. Kelly had an interview uh, recently, too, where he just starts playing this victim role where he starts crying and saying, what about me and all this shit? And the interviewer lady, she calls her calls him out. He goes, "Are you trying to be a victim right now?" <laughs> eh, whatever. Uh, that reminds me. Let me. Speaking of victims, let me put this in here. Yeah. Oh, piece of shit. Why would you do that? Right, here we go. Pit space, Jesse. <laughs> Abortion, Jesse. All right. Anyways, um, let's say, uh, got a little burn. Oh, that's Usher. Um, anyways, yeah, R. Kelly pissing in faces. You know, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's getting interviewed, and, um, you know, he plays a victim card. And then he starts screaming, and he's, he starts getting, he makes a big show of it. You know, he, he, man, this guy is so guilty, like, if you say this interview. But then, I guess he leaves, and they interview his um, girlfriends. Now, that, that should, like, clue you in on how fucking crazy this guy is. He's got, like, two girlfriends. Two of his girlfriends start coming out. Not girlfriends, like, they're just buds. 
but his fuck buddies. And uh, they start talking. They get interviewed. And as they're saying shit, R. Kelly is in the background clearing his throat like, <coughs> no, no, <coughs> like that, you know, trying to correct how they say shit. And one of the accusations of R. Kelly is that he's got a, like a bunch of girls at his house or crib or wherever, like a dungeon, you know, like a bunch of them. And like a cult. <laughs> and then he's got these two girls coming out and saying things. I mean, damn, dude. <laughs> you really know how to telegraph yourself. <laughs> Come on. That, that's fucking funny. All right, let's see here. What? Fuck, I hate, I hate this fucking laptop sometimes. All right, what is it? Oh, Jesus Christ. Come here. All right. What's this? Three things. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get a little bit a little bit far from mol- child molestation here. Three things never allowed in Disney movies: rape of children. No, I'm joking. That's that's probably a thing, but there's a contract, okay, that Disney has you sign when you make a movie for them. Uh, obviously, I think with, that goes without saying, rape and stuff. But th- these three things I thought go without saying as well. It's um, if you if you sign a contract to make a movie, the film can never have beheadings. Like, you can't cut people's heads off, which is like, what the fuck? Why would that be there? Like, what Disney movie would ever even come close to that? Alice in Wonderland. Off with their heads. I didn't even know that. I had to look that up. Impalement. I mean, <laughs> driving a stake through their heart or whatever. Paling them. I don't, I don't know where that would come from. Uh, there's probably a movie out there. And smoking, so you can't smoke. But you, you could do it with, uh, like, a... If it's a historical thing. Whatever the fuck that means. But you can't just have like some space Titan A or some space movie and then a kid blows and starts smoking cigarettes or whatever the fuck. Whatever. That's just a weird little tidbit of news. <laughs> um, but yeah, Disney has weird things like that. That's cool. Oh, here's a cool thing I thought was cool. Cool thing. Cool, cool, cool. Is uh, Elizabeth Warren stokes war with tech monopolists. Less profit, boo-hoo. So Elizabeth Warren... Uh, is a senator and let me get here yeah she's a senator who now is trying to like she's like she declared war against these uh, tech companies she says she's going to break up the monopolies now this is something I've been saying for years you know it's in some of the podcasts I was talking about talking about. but you got your uh, Facebook and you got your uh, Amazon and, and you got your you know Google things like that iTunes Apple all that these guys have the ability, because they've grown so big, to buy other companies. They can buy the competition. So Facebook does it a lot. Facebook bought, you know, uh, Instagram, you know, so they own that. Their competition. So Facebook bought their own competition. That's a weird thing, right? And that's um, something that's going to happen, you know. I mean, if you allow it to happen, it's going to happen. You just buy out competition. Now, Amazon's a new thing that didn't exist before. It is a company that buys a thousand other companies. <laughs> it started out as a book site, you know, where you just sell books online. And then it grew from there to, oh, we could sell other things. Then it became a thing where they just sold stuff there. So you get stuff sold and you buy stuff off of Amazon, you know. And then Amazon started pushing out and started buying other things like TV and things like that. And, like, what do I mean? Like streaming, its own streaming service. Bought audiobooks. Um, then it bought a whole world market. So now they could they bought food, 
and there's a bunch of other little companies that you don't even know about that they, they, they buy. And the problem with that is Amazon, as powerful as they are, they're able to track data, lots of data. You know, they have lots and lots of data on stuff uh, that they can collect to make them a better company than any other company, really, because they they can track your spending habits. It's scary. They could track your location so they know where you're going. If they wanted to make an investment, say, I wanted to buy a certain store, they could see the position of people going in to that store and buying stuff. And from that, they also know your spending habits on Amazon. So if you buy a certain thing all the time on Amazon, you're going to a store all the time, they can literally buy said store and then stock it up and raise the prices of things just because they have that data. That doesn't mean they're necessarily doing that, but they kind of are. So with that kind of power, it will only grow. I mean, and it needs to stop, you know. Maybe you could regulate it, but we have laws in place to stop monopolies. Why is that? So that we can't, uh, what, what is a monopoly? Uh, me buying a bunch of shit so only I have it, meaning I'm the richest person. I am in power. You can't have anything without that. We were trying to stop tyrants from rising. You don't want to have someone owning everything, and then you have a government, and you got a guy who owns everything. You know, who has more power, the guy who owns everything or the government? You know. And I get you don't want the government to be too powerful, but it can't protect the interests of its people if said guy owns every fucking thing. You know, if he wants to enslave people, how to how do you stop a guy like that if he owns everything? You know, it doesn't mean he's going to do that, but we put a system in place to stop that for it to ever happen. Because we don't know the future, we set up a foundation for later, you know. You you build a house so that it doesn't rain on you. You don't know when it's gonna rain on you, but you do know it's gonna rain one day. So you have the house and then that's my example, my analogy. They, they put these places, these things in place so that not one person can have all the power. We did it with PacBell. PacBell owned a shit ton. They were a phone company, owned everything. But they broke them up. You had PacBell West, PacBell North, things like that. And then they kind of died out and dissipated. They have no more power. So you didn't have like the powerful PacBell or anything like that. Hmm. Now you got Amazon. Now the thing is, try as she might... I don't think that's a possibility to break up these tech companies. You do, it's impossible. Once they have a monopoly, it's over. Now the world's going to be owned by corporations. They're, that's just the way it is, you know. It, I say this because, um, they, yeah, like uh, in my previous podcast, I was I was trying to explain like uh, the constituent situation. Like um, to be a politician, you need money. Uh, to campaign and everything. Most people just vote just by knowing your name and getting your face out there. They don't really dig deep into the politics of things. They just don't. They don't have time. They got their day-to-day -day lives. They ain't got time. They got to vote for whoever has better commercials or whatever. Or whatever echo chamber they formed to just to explain who they want to go with. So you got that. And then, uh, so how do they get money? They get money from their constituents, like people, right? There's not that many people giving enough money to get your name out there. What really gets your name out there is corporations. They they spend millions of dollars in you, and there you can you know have a corporation, so you're good to go. A corporation, 
you could have a uh, campaign because they paid. And when they're trying to please somebody, they got to really just please the one guy. Pleasing a group of people, that doesn't really work. It's probably a bit of a mix of the two. <laughs> you want to be popular enough to get the uh, corporations involved with you. So Amazon's not really going to look at you if you're not popular. So it's kind of a weird thing, too, that Elizabeth Warren is pushing this shit. I don't... I don't know if her lord or masters are all about it. It could be, my thoughts are that the reason why she's pushing this issue, it couldn't have been a tech company that's telling her to do that. It could be what she thinks would make her popular for the tech companies to put money into her. So therefore she would just uh, work for them, not against them. And she could chalk it up to, yeah, it just didn't work. We tried, couldn't get it done. It's the Republicans' fault whatever that's really i think what she's doing i don't think she's noble at all i don't think any real politician is that noble probably be one or two but they're probably not <clears throat> they're not public enough you know I, I i think that the actual politicians that actually have hearts are probably the ones you never hear of and the ones that you do see in the news they don't have hearts they just get paid more you know so i think this is just for her is a bid for more campaign money She'll get enough popularity behind her, but it's kind of like they'll give her money, the corporations and shit like that. They'll give her money so that she, to shut her up. So she, <laughs> so she gets the money, campaigns, wins, and then um, moves on to other topics. This has been this this has always been a thing that uh, has been done throughout the. The decades of uh, politicians they find something that sounds good in that time and uh, push it and maybe maybe it does something maybe it doesn't you know and what usually defeats these uh okay i'll give you i'll give you a thing okay so you have your civil war right and you got your whole slavery you know in hindsight i bet it it sounded good at the time but in reality you just did that so you could win you know Political wise, I you know what? Who knows? <laughs> I could be wrong. I, I could have just overthought that. But you know, time and time again, people, dem <coughs> Democrats and Republicans, <coughs> they they just uh, hear the beat of the pulse of America, and then they just beat that drum towards that direction. Whether they solve a problem or not, you don't know. Like for instance, in the eighties, you got the war on drugs that didn't go anywhere. But at that time, it just sounded good, right? You know, drugs are bad. So they created political campaigns like getting rid of drugs, you know. Um, you have what is it? Let's see what are, what are the fucking things you got going on here? War. Uh, we got attacked. We talk about war. We just hit those beat, beat those drums, and we create some perpetual war. Sounds good at the time, right? We got attacked. Might as well fight a war. This is a new era of um, politician. The new era nowadays is down with the corporation, down with the man. That's the that's the narrative of America at, at this time. So she's just cashing in on that. You know, as always with all politicians, they just kind of cash in on whatever the, the beat of the pulse is. And hers is like, oh yeah, down with corporations. Let's beat them, you know, let's stop them, the blockbustering and all that other than the blockbuster and monopolies and shit. I don't think... <laughs> She's going to be able to do that. I think that she's just doing that for political gain. And even the corporations probably fucking know. 
We'll see, we'll see. But I'm pretty confident they will not break up no Amazon. <laughs> if Amazon was smart, they would break themselves up in different, like, but still owning, maintaining the same thing, you know? Just in name, break, break up. Yeah, whatever. They own the fucking corporation, so what the fuck ever. That's what I think about that. Alright, I just played mental chess with myself. Alright, let's do some riffing. Riff section! Section of the riff, motherfucker! Saw Captain Marvel. It was a great movie. Let me break it down for you guys. There's a lot of hate for this movie. Uh, because, you know, it's a woman. You know, she's the forefront. And uh, in this day and age, we're at this weird uh, junction in which... You know, we're pushing narratives that don't need to be pushed. Uh, not because, you know, women uh, should stay in their place or whatever the fuck. It's more of a women already have attained equality. It's just that they don't, they're just not interested in certain things. And because we refuse to understand that, we, we want to push a narrative that, you know, men are still oppressing women. I don't think so anymore. That's not a, that's not a real thing. I think it's fake. I think that there's some people that do probably try to oppress women and they do do things that are bad. But the mass majority, you know, you ain't going to find someone who says women should be in the kitchen. You know, that's just not a real thing. It's a fake argument that's being pushed in America. Now, Captain Marvel suffers from this, uh, this, narr this false narrative. <clears throat> it's a good movie. I've seen it. Um, it's... Whew, uh, a lot of a lot of guys want to push the yeah it hates men but really if you watch the movie no way shape or form does she hate men, <laughs> men at that time she's trying to fight to stand up for who she wants to be you know she wants to be recognized she wants to go forth but she's been always held back because she grew up in the 70s and that at that time you know man women didn't have the same kind of rights as they do now you know that's not a thing you know so you, you have that, right? And because we have these issues of um, right versus left and equality, you know, it, it's, it's a muddy situation. In the year 2019, we've gotten to such a muddy point, which could, go, could get worse, where because we're pushing these false narratives of, you know, women need to be treated equally, which they are, um, it pushes... An, uh, another it pushes aside that didn't have to be pushed the other side's are like fuck you bitches you need to stay in your place and they didn't exist they're just uh pushing against being told what to do you know <clears throat> you got a company and you have to hire 10 people you better hire five women so it doesn't matter if like more men applied you still have to kick a lot of men to the curb just to maintain a quota that shouldn't have been pushed and because of that you have opposition that you've just organically created you know and this movie suffers from this uh <clears throat> spoiler free review would be uh it's a good movie uh good woman empowerment i mean that really is what it is um and it works i thought it was the first half of it was a little bit clunky because it was like a lot of dialogue but i i chalked that up to you know you have to build the story because it's an origin story and i thought the dialogue was pretty good i thought it was a lot of chemistry there is there's a couple of problems in the movie itself but for the most part it was a really good movie uh more better than uh, wonder woman i thought uh <coughs> Uh, 
the ending, the last half of it was action-packed. It was pretty good. Uh, and it works for the character. Uh, I would rate this movie a good 8. 8.0 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Let me uh, spoil the movie for you. So if you haven't seen the movie, sorry. I'm going to spoil it. Turn away. Close your eyes so you can't hear me. <laughs> But uh, it's, uh, it stars this one lady, Car- Carol Danvers. Uh, she um, she wakes up, uh, not brainless, but um, like she's a, uh, what is it? Uh, she has amnesia. She doesn't know who she is. She has dreams. And she's working for this one group of people. And they're kicking ass across the land. <clears throat> and they have an enemy called the, the, cr- the Krills? Krill? Cree. Are they Cree? No. Skrill. Skrill? Skrulls. Skrulls, that's it. And they're shape-shifting people who infiltrate planets and take them over. That's what she's led to believe. Um, They do this thing where they're training her and this guy, white guy. Of course, the villain has to be a white guy. But you don't know that at the time, but I could tell. I'm like, oh, it's a white guy? He's a villain. (laughs) He's the the main villain. So... Uh, he's all like fighting her, and he, she could shoot beams of energy out of her hands. But the guy's all like, "You're too emotional. You got to think with your head, not with your heart." And this is a thing that they keep pushing into her, forwarding this whole narrative that men gaslight women, and they—that's they, uh, a term meaning you know, call them crazy and shit like that, and calling women emotional and shit like that, you know. And uh, that's a, that's a stereotype of women they're very emotional and so he's telling her you're too emotional you got to think with your head and they keep pushing that it's not just him it's all the men in her life have been telling her that because you know men suck and um but she did grow up in the 70s so it kind of made sense you know she was in the air force and you know like they were anti you know chick then and uh she just kept falling like she was in a race car like there's a lot of times where they, they pepper it throughout her life that guys are telling her what to do and how to and tell her how to think and uh, it works for the plot I mean you, you built that up so the catharticism or catharticism catharticism at the end is um, <clears throat> it's okay to think with your heart it's okay to think with your emotions and she can oh, through finding who you are she was able to overcome adversity so <clears throat> it starts out with that. She finds out that she, she goes to Earth uh, by accident because they're trying to figure out uh, some kind of an engine that can go really fast. And <laughs> that part's a little convoluted, but whatever. Um, she's on Earth. Uh, she meets up with the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Chases, she's chasing these uh, sc- scrolls, and she thinks they're the bad guys. And as it turns out... <clears throat> The person who was helping her out when she before she became Cat Marvel, her name is Marvel, and um, she was creating an engine that could go really fast. And somehow, when the engine explodes, it gets this juice all over her. That's what makes her so special and powerful. You know, turns out <clears throat> the bad guys uh, couldn't find the engine, but know that it's inside her for some unknown reason, and so they were going to just use her. All right and um that's about it really and uh this one um 
entity that the bad guys work for is the supreme intelligence and it makes a kind of sense that that would be a bad guy at first you you think it's all benevolent because it's supreme intelligence but that's just an arrogant way of saying oh i'm super smart the thing is super smart and i guess it's trying to take over the world if you you're not down for kree you're going down so that's its thing and um <clears throat> it gets inside of her head and it starts um trying to beat her down like shoot her with like energy and shit she's fighting it and shit it's inside of her own mind and it's supposed to be like a supreme intelligence as it's beating her ass um i thought this part was beautiful because they peppered it out throughout the whole movie of you know people holding her back and shit like that they kept showing all these times she failed you know she fell in a uh, race car she fell inside of a, a, a like climbing a rope and shit and uh she i guess fell when the plane crashed you know and this moment is beautiful it really is they keep showing these scenes of her failing you know and uh but that's it but then when the supreme intelligence is beating her ass uh she thinks back on those times she failed and she and the supreme intelligence you're a failure and blah 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 how can you ever move forward you know in life because you're so stupid blah 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 and on, you know what's weird this was the plot twist onto itself it's a female saying in these lines i really thought it'd be another guy <laughs> but whatever so be it so she's getting blasted with this energy and shit and she's thinking about all the time she fell and uh then she starts remembering the time she got up after the fact so these scenes weren't seen and these scenes weren't peppered throughout the movie the scenes were only when she falls but then it shows just a little bit a few seconds after she falls she stands up and every iteration of her standing up is her getting older and she had been falling all her life and then finally uh but she would always get up and that was her thing and then she puts it out there she goes i've been held back all my life you know with one arm i've been you know tied behind my back and then she's all like you know but now you know what would happen if i used both hands you know so she like moves forward but because she's been pushed back this whole time, you know, she's developed this ability to just overcome adversity, which is being pushed forward, you know, and things like that. And I thought that was really cool. And then she was able to beat the Supreme Intelligence, you know. And then after that, she just keeps getting, like, powerful and more powerful. And she just, like, overdoes it. She was – it was cool, too, because, like, if you do the hero's journey, right, she's going down. Well, it's not too much of a hero's journey because no one's really – guiding her to the next step she, it's it's herself and you know i can see, I see umbrage with that but um usually the hero's journey you have someone guiding you to the next level you know of of your journey and you, know, you got your villain you overcome the villain you go down you know like oh i'm defeated and then you come back up and that's like the end of it right there so she gets knocked down she gets back up you know beats all the bad guys and she just gets stronger and stronger and from then on she's like more powerful to the point where <laughs> she beats everybody all the bad guys are done and um she <laughs> i love this part she um she finds the guy who betrayed her in the beginning uh the white guy jude law great actor and they're about to throw down and she's obviously thousands of times more powerful than him but he, in a final gambit he goes he, he brings it back to the beginning of the movie he goes he goes yeah you can't beat me with your beams you have to i mean he goes what did he say you thinking with your heart and 
you you have to think with your mind and you can, you have to face me without your powers. That's the only way you know you can beat me and da 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 da. And he's like starts jacking himself up. He's like, yeah, almost said off, right? Jacking himself off. <laughs> How awkward would that be? You think you can beat me? Uh, take this. <laughs> and spooges on her. <laughs> that would be terrible, right? Everyone's like, what the fuck? Talk about empowerment, right? Yeah, that's what he should have done. I bet he would have had more. Um, more pull there but anyways he starts jacking himself up he's like he starts beating his chest let's fucking do this ah! and then she shoots him <laughs> with her energy blast and then she says this line because he says you you can't beat me to you need to prove that you can beat me and she says this line after she shoots him she says uh i don't have to prove anything to you <laughs> i don't have to prove anything to you like that and i was like fuck yeah i thought that was dope it was a good line i thought brie larson was good in this movie uh she had a lot of uh uh, she 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 did a lot of comedy. Uh, <laughs> she had good beats. She's talking to uh, you know uh, Samuel Jackson played off of her really well. They, I felt like they were best friends. You know they were they were pretty tight. Uh, I liked uh, the uh, the plot twist at the end where the scrolls were actually good guys. That's not in the comics, but whatever. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, uh, I could I see. I can see guys shitting on this movie saying that, you know, woman power and all that and push the guy down. It doesn't have to be a conversation like that, but because of nowadays people, you know, man versus woman kind of bullshit going on, that is most like, I don't know, inflamed. I don't know what's going to happen there. But uh, if that movie would have came out five years ago or the political system the way it is trump wasn't president that kind of bullshit if we went back five years and had that movie say all the other movies came out and you had this movie this movie would have worked but because it has this whole disdain on it it doesn't help that brie larson's an idiot um she came out and she tried to like push social justice which she shouldn't have done uh she should have took a positivity route i don't know what it is about everyone nowadays but everyone has to hate each other and shit on each other and everything like that rather than giving people the benefit of the doubt i mean she she made it a point to be like oh yeah there's too many white guys around and you know but women should be on top and blah 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 i mean like you, what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> like she could have just took a, a better approach like this is about women empowerment and you know how how you know you could be a strong woman hero and and left it at that and when she did interviews she shouldn't have singled out i don't want white men interviewing me ah that was such a stupid movie alienated the fucking team you you can't win if you keep making enemies of people the goal is to make as many friends as possible and to shit on people like there's people who it's not like i dislike but it's like one person eats all the time and i find it annoying i'm like ugh, you're eating again that's all you do is eat and i don't i don't make it a point to push my agenda onto their head and say oh all you do is eat make a comment or some shit like that no i just let you be who you are that's who you are i have difference of opinion if you don't like a bunch of white guys interviewing you i mean don't say anything about it interview other people you didn't have to say oh i fucking hate white guys you know you didn't have to say that you know you could have just being interviewed by like you could have chose you could have kept that inside but you wanted to demonstrate your your social virtue justice you know it, it, that was such a stupid move i blame 
the movie's failure in that respect on her because the movie was really good. It was well done. I, as 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 movies go, it was better than fucking Black Panther and Doctor Strange. But because of her fucking politics, everybody started shitting on this movie before it even came out. You know, um, Rotten Tomatoes is like, oh, they're fucking people are just shitting on this movie just because she's a woman. And that's not just that's not it at all. But alas, this is where we're at in our society where politics now dictate how we like things. And it is a true thing. Like if you go in a movie thinking one way, I mean, it could shape how you watch it. Because as you're watching it, all you're doing is finding faults. That's how usual Republicans argue, really. They don't really come up with better points. They just kind of shoot down whatever points you have as opposed to coming to a conclusion together. It's like, oh, you're wrong, blah, 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 blah. But let's not talk about what we're wrong about. Let's talk about what we're right about and go from there so we can find common ground. Common ground should start with agreement and move forward, not disagreement and let's just talk about bad shit. You know, that was a great movie, uh, but ruined by the, the actress herself fucking trying to po- posture and talk about how women being oppressed and shit like that. And that's most of the people reviewing. On my Facebook, that's all I see. I actually seen the movie, but I can see a lot of white guys, or guys, but mostly white guys, they're talking shit and they're like, oh yeah, this movie sucks and da 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 da. And they blame Brie Larson for it. And I don't blame them. You alienated these guys. What are you going to do? It was a good movie. I recommend watching it. My friend Adrian hates the movie. He's all like, this fucking movie's boring. He's right. I mean, the first half of that movie is pretty boring if you're, like, expecting action. But I expected a story to be told because it's an origin story. So I expected a lot of boredom. If you watch any of the first origin stories, like Captain America and fucking uh, Thor and all that bullshit, you're just like, ugh. There's a lot of exposition, a lot of talking. But, um... You gotta, you gotta really let that movie come in on its own. It's funny too because like Iron Man is very misogynistic, you know, like he's all getting with girls and shit and uh, treating them like clothes and <laughs> like that kind of shit. And I mean, that's just his character. And this chick, she's all about woman empowerment. In a world where you have Iron Man, let Captain Marvel be. I just fuck it was so good. Um, I do wish she did work out a little bit more. I, I guess she she did, maybe? I don't know, but, man, she missed leg day. I'm just saying, man. Really, really get after them squats, lady. I mean, you were pretty average, but, I, I mean, like, you weren't no Chris Hemsworth. You weren't the female version of Chris Hemsworth. You weren't the female version of Captain America. You weren't the female version of, well, Iron Man. I mean, you need to really, like, represent females, man. Like, oh, so guys can work hard, but females can't. I mean, I mean, if anything, see that's the actress once again. In the movie, great. The actress herself fucked everything up, you know. And because she's a female, you can't really tell her to work out because it's bullshit. When she thought she was working out hardcore, eh, you weren't. I don't know if you were fucking eating chicken and broccoli and working out six times a day. YouTube their fucking videos. That's all they fucking did. Life sucked, but. Look at them, fucking Adonises, you know, fucking a magistry of men, you know. Like, I wish I could look like that, but that's not happening, you know. 
women need to have that example as well you know you gotta wish you want to be like that it's just not gonna happen but at least you could strive to be like that i ain't gonna be no goddamn chris hansworth i know that but at least i can strive towards that direction and women should do that too but it felt like it was more accept yourself and just be lazy you know accept yourself and just be lazy that sounds so rude but it's true i mean it took a lot of work to get to chris hensworth level or um what is his name chris chris evans or or tony what is his name god damn it robert downey jr's level or chris pratt a lot of chris's i've just now noticed um it takes a lot of work to get that level you know look at fucking uh, what's her name the fuck is her name scarlett johansson look at her (laughs) she did not miss leg day she got after it i'm just saying just take her as an example don't be selling you know eat chicken and broccoli go through the spartan diet whatever the fuck they did in 300 that's what you do duh because you're in a comic book movie why do you get a pass just because you're a girl and that's why people get all shitty with this whole guy versus girl thing you want to preach about equality that's not equality the guys have to work their asses off but you don't the fuck out of here with that and that's why you can never win your argument you know for women should be more in this and women should be more in that it's because you're disingenuous you you take one aspect you know you want to be a ceo but you don't want to be a garbage man you know the fuck Anyways, bag of dicks. That's what I have to end with that. <laughs> and then the, the, the shitty thing is, and it, inv- it's so messy, right? That movie was great. People are shitting on it because of the politics. I thought Ghostbusters, the female version, was good. A lot of people shat on it because of that. But then you got Star Wars 8. That movie was fucking terrible. And talk about social justice. Now that movie fucking hates white people right there. <laughs> that movie was terrible. But it got all accolades and, and, and people shat on that. So it became a thing where people shat on these three movies, right? Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Star Wars 8, and this movie, right? And it became a thing where fans are trolls. But Star Wars 8 sucked fuck you (laughs) i like the other two movies but fuck you on star wars 8 don't fucking let lop that shit in there (sighs) all right here's another thing about that movie so there's a part at the very end where the main character is gonna fight the main bad guy and it should be like an epic fight right because they teased it in the beginning if you can't beat me without those energy beams then you can't beat me or whatever the fuck, some kind of a stupid logic that he came up with, and uh, so, <laughs> so they're about to fight, right? And I thought in my head, you know, they were gonna fight. I was like, oh, it makes sense, you know, she could beat him now. Now I would have been okay with that. But then they changed my, um, they tricked me, you know, they tricked me, and she shot him, and I loved it even more. Now that is how you do that kind of thing where you get the audience thinking one thing and you go the other direction that's how you work that you know you thought it was gonna be a fight and turns out energy beam star wars 8 fucked that off (laughs) they fucked that up he gets luke skywalker gets this lightsaber throws it away luke skywalker is about to fight some fucking people fucking he doesn't (laughs) i mean talk about fucking up you know (laughs) like hard you know if you wanted it to be like uh hey yeah let's see how badass luke skywalker is you know they're about to fight and he just fucks them all up real quick that's how you do it you don't you don't make it to be you know he doesn't fight at all you know i'm just saying man fucking star wars 8 sucked anyways 
let me get into this other shit I want to talk about. Alright, let's talk about abortion. So, I watched uh, this uh, guy talk about abortion and shit, and he was trying to forward this argument. Now, my thoughts on the abortion are, are is this. We shouldn't even be having a conversation about abortion. We should only come to a consensus of what life is. We haven't gotten there. Once we come to the consensus of what life is, I think then we can have an abortion talk. Because, I mean, abortion can be a valid thing. The Romans did it. I mean, <laughs> if your baby wasn't uh, shaping right, get thrown over a cliff, you know. And, I mean, you can make an argument to say that a baby isn't a baby until it comes out the womb. That's bullshit because if you're inside the womb, you, you can do a cesarean, take the kid out, and it probably could live. You know, that's, that's a thing. So really, it should be a discussion on where life is. Once we get to that conversation, then I think that we should move towards should we have abortions. And this guy who was arguing changed my mind on abortion. It is hard, hard to argue that because he's saying that life is life no matter what. That's his stance. So you have to change his mind. The problem is you, that's, it's, it's a joke. You can't change his mind. To change his mind means you're condoning death. The only way to change his mind is to get him to understand where life is. If he is not willing to move his point on um, what is life, then he can't – He two things. One, he can't move his position. And two, for you to try to change his position makes you like a murderer and you wonder why. Well, okay, so he said, his statement is, I believe life is life. No matter what, through conception and on, all right, whatever. So you say, <clears throat> what would your argument be? You'd say, what? Ah, uh, no, life is at eight months or something like that. And then he goes back to his stance, and you're su you're stuck. You're not going anywhere uh, unless you had some kind of fact on where life is, because we've never done the studies. We we just haven't come to a consensus of what life is. He'll always win that argument. And for you to try to change his mind, really, you are trying to say you're, you're a murderer. Okay, so what do, what do I mean by that? So he's saying life is sacred and you can't kill it. Then you say, no, it's not life, and you're arguing that. He didn't move from his position. Then you're advocating for, it, yeah, it's a choice to do this. He's still advocating life is life. And when for you to advocate you know, anything other than that, you just keep saying, no, well, what about my life? What about this life? What about this his stance still strong because he says, you know, life is life. It doesn't make him right or wrong. This is that for him to have that talk, he can never lose in the sense that you have to convince him of what life is. And America hasn't even come to that consensus, so he'll always win those arguments. For how do you discuss that? How do you change his opinion? You can't because of the way he thinks. Where do I think life starts? I don't know. I think maybe when you got a body and you live outside the womb. If you're able to live outside the womb, I think that's okay. But then you have an argument for ve vegetables and stuff. But they were born and they lived. You know, I'm I'm talking about a baby, not a not an adult person that becomes a vegeta ve vegetable. I'm just saying a being that can live outside the womb. At that point, I think that's life. Anything before that, when it's like missing a head, or eh, it's not missing a head, but it doesn't have a brain or anything like that. I don't know. Then again, that's tricky. It's tricky. 
you know i just my my stance stands firm we should figure out where life is go from there then after that let's have a conversation about killing babies which i mean you know objectively uh, or subjectively hey people do did it this is the way they got by it's it was as shitty as watching people argue this fucking thing with him because they were like well my life is this and this which sets him up to say well so you say that your life is more valuable to another life <laughs> you can go anywhere from that from a baby to a jewish person you know <laughs> like you it just depends on what you think life is more important and then he then you could say well i would have had a shitty life once again having a shitty life doesn't justify killing a kid because his stance is still the same so he would never lose because you never moved him from his original position you know now if you could argue say proof definitively that after maybe before eight months you know that's not life and both of you can agree on that and he was arguing that aspect then you could say you can argue why you think it's right to abort that kid that's rough man that's a rough situation because if you don't abort the kid now these are just my own thoughts if if you're not ready to have a kid and you unfortunately had sex and gave birth to a kid or got pregnant, uh, say you took it to term, right, because you don't believe in abortion, who's, who's raising that kid? Adoption's not a good, good, good move. It's it's that that's that's legit. You know that that's not a good move. That's probably like a one out of a ten thousand that may work. You know, and hopefully you're healthy. So who's who's raising these kids we don't have a system in place to raise these kids i know we have adoption homes and things like that but that's not real that's it's <laughs> not real good we're too busy fighting wars we should put more money into that to orphanages that raise kids right you know strong moral values you know not not, not fucking as much i mean you can't you can't really stop fucking but you can totally teach them contraceptives i mean if we if we grew our society to believe that life is precious we'd be set <laughs> then we can have different discussions as opposed to abortion or not abortion i mean in some cases it's okay you know because of medical reasons but other than that you know because you want to go to college that's rough that's a rough sell right and then you then then the argument got shifted to women should have a choice in this you know like uh, do why why should they have a choice to kill if you recognized it life you know that's the thing you know now if we haven't had the conversation of what's life and what's not you know it's hard to go from there but say it is life do people do then mothers have the right to choose death for for life you know so that should be the question not should they have the right to choose abortion or not abortion should they have the right to kill a ch child that's really the question should be asked because we haven't eaten our meat and potatoes first we can't have dessert you can't have this conversation until you decide whether life is life and what is life you know and that's my thoughts on abortion i mean i don't know why that's not being said i don't know why people aren't talking about it but really hashtag this shit out we need to figure out what life is first <laughs> we haven't even fucking figured that out because there's no general consensus and will we ever i don't i think this is an easy thing to figure out but People still think the earth is flat, you know, because of YouTube videos. All right, let's talk about Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett is a guy, a gay black dude, who claimed to have been um, choked and 
bleached by two other white guys with MAGA hats and they used a noose and everything. Turns out he made that up to become famous, you know. And you're like, what do you mean? In this day and age, victims have gotten to a point where you don't need evidence anymore. We've, we really have gotten back to um, the Salem Rich trials, you know, where you just accuse people and that's the way it is. This fucking guy did this and um, claimed that he, he was victimized, became a victim, and then went on a bunch of TV shows and shit and said, I fought back. Probably fought back as they ran a train on you. But uh, this piece of shit, right, he's worse than a guy who actually did this because he, he creates a situation in which now you have to question all victims. Really, I mean, I don't know. It's complicated, right? You want to believe all victims, but because of what he did, he would have got away with it. That's the thing. No one's learning a lesson here. Because he exists, he's not the only one. He is a, a symptom of a disease in our country, and it's called victimization. You know, you're just using yourself as a victim to get more comfort. And that's bad because you're training people. As, as, as you keep getting caught, more of this shit happens. You're training people to like have less care for people when they do when shit does happen because bad shit does happen people do get raped people do get victimized but because of this motherfucker he lessened that and uh, people are just too quick to jump on his train you know like as soon as he said that happened everybody out there was like fucking gay violence is out there and transgenders are getting killed out there left and right in the streets There's like probably like two or three <laughs> in some foreign country I, I, I mean, no one's paying attention to this fucking story. This motherfucker would have got away with it if he hadn't involved the police. If he hadn't involved the police, he, he, which that was his mistake right there. He fucking reported it to them, and they had to waste manpower figuring this shit out. They're like, what the fuck? We got MAGA guys in MAGA hats fucking kicking the shit out of fucking gay people, especially gay black people. What the fuck? So they had to figure that shit out, and they figured out he was lying. So that really pisses them off. Um, if he had just lied and said that he, this happened, he would have got all the accolades with it. He would have got away with it because there's no police that are going to investigate it. <clears throat> he could have said it had a, happened a year ago or some shit like that. But I don't know. That's the way it is. But now when you, when you get these people saying, oh, people think I'm racist or not that, or people think... Uh, uh, I'm being persecuted because this, or I got I got doxxed, or I got beat up because of this and that. Uh, they get all the they get all the accolades for that, so it validates an argument that didn't exist. You know, so there you go. <laughs> I, I I really wish people from now on would pay attention to this bullshit. So when you say something like women aren't getting paid the same as men, you can just say, "Shut up!" You know, you're being a victim again. That's not true, you know. It's you're telling me all the McDonald workers uh, they're only paying the men more than the women. That's stupid. You're telling me Amazon's like, you know what? Shit, we're gonna pay dudes more. So by that, I would just hire more women. <laughs> what the fuck? I'd save a lot more money. You're telling me that in the police force they're paying dudes more. You're telling me firefighters in the government. It, there's a lot of jobs out there. It's just a fake thing to say. But are more men doing more overtime? Yes. That's the thing. Are they killing themselves more? Yes. That's, that's what they do. Sucks being a dude. What's happening now in our country, I've noticed, 
is because there's not that many problems, people are creating problems. They just are that don't exist because, I mean, we're designed to do that, you know. Millions of years of looking out for problems, you know. Ooh, that tree wiggled. It means the tiger is going to come out and eat me, so I better watch out for that, you know. All the way into, like, war. When we're, we have a war, we're fucking pretty focused. An actual war, not like a fake war. Like Vietnam or anything like that. Like an actual war. Like World War One, World War Two. You know, 9-11 kind of worked. Kind of. <laughs> but uh, it seems like we're only good with each other if something bad happens. Like, And maybe, maybe it'll take an epidemic for us to snap back. Because life is just too good right now. People have to find excuses to shit on each other, you know. Men and women aren't equal. There's rampant racism, fucking rampant um, sexism, rampant rapism, zumzums. And it sucks too, because some of this stuff does exist. You're never really gonna get rid of it, you know. But you keep growing it by talking about it. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, that's about it for my podcast. Uh, always be the better person. You were yesterday. Try to forgive people. Try to understand them. Try to speak of positivity if you're going to do anything, really. Shitting on people isn't such a good thing. I do it because I have a podcast. That's what I do. But most times, my interactions with human beings are mostly positive. I try to keep it positive. It sounds weird, right? Like, I'm ranting on this podcast. But I'm doing it as, a, like, a lesson, you know? Like, an eye in the window of time that we're in. You know, people go back in time. They're like, what the fuck happened in this era? Well, this guy seems to have it down, maybe. Or he's an idiot or a buffoon. But who knows? These are just my views. But when I'm interacting with another person, trust me on this, I am totally positive. I'm not trying to shit on you at all. <laughs> But because people aren't ready to listen to, they don't want to listen to negativity. Nobody does. And you ain't going to get anywhere shitting on other people. you just not. If you want to get someone to your side, you want someone to agree with you in, a, in like by opinion, agree with them on something. Find common ground first. And then from there, discuss the disagreement you have. And then move forward. Because sometimes it's just the way it is. A tornado will always be a tornado. I don't care how much you shout at it. So move out of its way. You know? Be the change. Ah, that's a good one. Be the change you want to be. And always, stay frosty.